Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 92 Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in Roswell. Wonderful Roswell. Wonderful Roswell. Yeah, there are also some people glad to see that road get straightened out up there today. You know, that kind of goes. You're talking about integration. top of the perimeter that connects yeah, the, yeah. the the off ramps to 400 Roswell Road yeah. construction that has oh, been man. going on on they 285 just, forever. They will just be happy if that is over. That word is it. It will be over with this weekend. That's the word. They will probably have a parade. You know, knowing who's who's on the phone and who's going to be joining us, right? Yes. We got that all set. Yeah, I'm going to include him in in listening to these two because Phil doesn't know that we have. Excuse me, the mentor doesn't know that we give out insignificant information on a regular basis. There's a first day for everything, and today was the day that a dude named Isaac Singer got the patent. For the first sewing machine. First sewing machine. When you <laughs> said singer, that's the first thing that came to mind. And also on this day, Anthony, I'm going to say this now. How would you pronounce F A A S? F A A S. Foss. Foss. Okay, that's good enough for me. Patented the accordion. I guess somebody had to do that. 1856. You mean it wasn't Lawrence Welk? It was not Lawrence Welk. It was this guy, uh, Anthony, from Philadelphia. Okay. That's who it was there. Something else happened on Isaiah, but we're going to save this because we have to introduce yeah, our audience get, to the mentor. He's got, he's, he's got somewhere to go, but he's making an exception for us. So. Because he was there? He's on the move. Man, because I'm here. He, he is here. He's here? Was yeah. he there the night that it happened? No, no, I went there. Okay, well. It yeah. wasn't the night. It was a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the show, Bill Hartman. Bill Hartman, the mentor. <laughs> and I sent you there. <laughs> now, how does said, it, go I, get some sound. <laughs> now, wait. Hang on a second. We think of you two as... As 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 co reporters for the for the network, no. but he was your boss. Yeah, I was I was like just an intern kind of guy and a guy. Okay, but but uh, but but Bill tells we're sitting there and it's, it's a Sunday afternoon and we're watching this unfold and what, what what were you thinking? We were saying, wow. Well, I mean it it got out of hand about three times. I mean it got out of hand once, and then the brawl got worse, and then it got worse, and I said. Sam, go get some sound. And so you hopped in a car with a photographer and ran down or drove down to the stadium. And I think they were still fighting when you got there. <laughs> Where'd you park at? Huh? Well, so you, had a game, parking, you had a parking place for the media. There's a media parking place. I mean, but spot. getting there, this the, the fights, the first well, fight had already well, started before going, you the, left? The, the, the game's going on, so everybody's parked. Nobody's left yet, so you can drive right in. Mm-hmm. That You know, you drove right in, and you drove down. I'm trying to think, media parking for the old place – that a lot of it, we, we actually parked down in the tunnel, didn't we, Bill? Well, um, no, think. just right outside the tunnel. I mean, it was, you got out of your car, you walked in, you were in the stadium. I mean, it was that close. And um, 
Had you ever I seen anything like that? Had you ever seen anything like this? Because we got we you had fans arrested that day. You you know. In you fact, had, I just went on YouTube and looked at several videos, and <laughs> there's this woman policeman, a uh, woman uh, security policeman leading off, leading a guy off in yellow slacks, handcuffed. <laughs> Uh, YouTube has some great videos of this brawl from 1984. Everybody's listening. When we finish, go on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, yep. well, that's what started this last week. Well, last week you talked about Bob Horner, who was injured at the time. Which he was injured a lot. Um, but, yeah, but, he was. Yeah, <laughs> but but he came out of the dugout, and it was Champ Summers, who was quite an imposing figure for the Padres. I think this guy had been a Vietnam paratrooper, if I'm not mistaken, before he played baseball. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, he he was a pretty awesome character, but it was just the idea of all the people that got ejected. And the thing that that scared me, Bill, when I went over, I talked with Donnie Moore, I think was one of the last pitchers the Braves put in, and he hit somebody, I think it was Nettles. He hit Nettles. He hit Greg Nettles. Yep, on the the rear end, and he dropped the bat, and that got it started all over again. And so right. I, 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 I'm terrified because I go and I talk with Donnie Moore, and I said, I said, what, what, what you know, what's your thoughts? She says, what were you thinking? He said, I thought that if I got in the game, I was going to hit somebody. And I had, <laughs> I, I had him on video saying it, and I was horrified. I said, oh my goodness, this guy's the commissioner is going to hear this, and this he's going to get fined or suspended or something for telling me Not this. Not back right? then, though. Well, to and it's say, also it's to important say to when I come in, I'm going. I made up my mind before I got in the game. If I get in the game, I'm going to hit somebody. That's '84. That ain't removed far from them dudes who used to throw high and inside all the time from the Drysdale School of Pitching, and it was a part of the game. And people kind of winked and nodded at it. You know, it was like the old in the. There were things about baseball then that were just sort of you looked the other way. But it's also for right. purposes of your story. And by the way, welcoming once again Bill Hartman. And by the way, he should have a, a, something now. With the mentor on it, because you called him that. He is. He is. He is. I, I, I give him. Bill great. Hartman joining uh, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. It's important to remember that this was a rival because the Braves were in the West. Yeah. In eighty four, so they went up against the Dodgers and the Padres regularly. And I I forgot that Dick Williams, the famous Dick Williams, was the manager of the Padres at that time, and. Um, he was nowhere to be found in all this. Really? He stayed away from it. Joe Torre was out in the middle of it. Yep, Joe um, Torre was the manager of the Braves at the time, who managed the Braves right. and left with a winning record as manager, which was rare back in them years. But, but, oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but he did. But I remember, Sam, I remember you came back in, in the station, and we were rushing to get it on uh, at 6 o'clock, uh, like 6.45 or something like that. And um, – you said, uh, I, I got Donnie Moore. And Donnie Moore says, oh, yeah, I meant to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> and and we actually, I think, thought, well, should we run that on television? I mean, this guy's going to get in a lot of trouble. But we did. Yep, yep. And thankfully, nothing nothing happened happened from that day. But just a re- remarkable day and something remembers. And today is the anniversary of uh, that, if people have not seen it. Uh, boy, please spend some time with Bill Hartman, who's on his way somewhere today. But while I got you on the phone, you do live in Athens. And, oh, my goodness, yes. there's this buzz about a possible three-peat. What are you hearing uh, about the dogs who have a scrimmage today, I believe? Mm-hmm. That nobody will see except the coaches and the players. I mean, they are Kirby is so secret about all of this, which is good. But it used to be in the day. 
if you were a donor, you could go over there and watch Saturday practice during August. And um, but I don't, I don't think they do that anymore. Kirby is so secret. I hear that Carson Beck will be the starting quarterback, but it'll be determined over these first four games that are all in Athens to start the season, uh, whether or not he'll come out of that and go get into the uh, hard part of the schedule, uh, whether or not Carson Beck or Brock Vandegrift will be the quarterback. Well, we're watching for that, of course, a change at offensive coordinator with Mike Bobo. How do you think he will do um, in now being elevated to the offensive coordinator spot? Of course, he's former Georgia player, former Georgia quarterback. Well, people have got to remember that his offenses set records before he went to Colorado State as a head coach. Mike Bobo had a great offense. Now, it did tend more to the run than the pass than Todd Munkin brought to Georgia. Uh, I think it's going to be more uh, Todd Munkin-type offense now. But, uh, golly, I mean, Georgia averaged over 41 points a game back when Bobo was the offensive coordinator and he lives out here at the Georgia club with me, not with me, not in the same house. <laughs> okay. All right. but he lives out here. All right. All right. All right. There's the story right there. It really is. There that really is. is. Bill Hartman joining us. You've seen Georgia football. You go back, uh, you, you have uh, watched Georgia football before the arrival of, of, of coach Vince Dooley uh, there at Georgia. Talk about the amassing of talent that, that it takes right now, the recruiting and the fact that uh, they, the, the talent from one to three, and beyond um, is so lined up. The the job that they've done, the job that Coach Smart and his staff have done there. It's um, a different time, different era now. The the kids that come here are five-star, four-star. There might be a three-star player in there somewhere, but most of them are the top recruits. And, uh, Sam, one thing that um, – has changed in my mind is that it no longer is let's get every good player in the state of Georgia. It's let's get every good player in the United States. Um, I mean, these kids are from everywhere now and um, they're the best tight end. It's obvious by Bowers, but they're the best of everything now, including the best quarterback. Um, And you notice that on AJC super 11, Dylan Riola, at Buford is not the quarterback. Right, right. I noticed that. Hey, I got a question for both you and Bill. The two of you, uh, and Bill, you go back maybe a little farther than Sam, have covered some all-time great running backs in this state, not only on the college level but also on the pro level. What is your mm-hmm. thoughts on how you're hearing about how the running back position, Bill, is being sort of pushed in the back burner in the NFL? It is interesting, isn't it? They're no longer um, the second only to the quarterback making money. The the running backs are uh, – you can get a good one out of college and you don't have to draft him in the first round. That's what's happened here. Um, like at Georgia, they will run this year three running backs, almost like co-starters. And they're not going to be – at the end of their career at Georgia, they're not going to be beat up. They're not going to – have bad knees, all of that. Um, and they go to the pros, and the pros know that you don't have to spend your first round or even second round draft pick to get a good one because there were three at Georgia. Take the third one and take him in the fourth round, and you're good. 
Yeah, yeah, that's how just how the game is played today, and and it goes back to high school, which Bill, of course, is on our, our board of selecting the the high school Hall of Fame. Uh, you see a lot of great running backs there, but the game was just coached differently at that level. Um, everybody spread things out a little bit more and and uh, throw the ball. Those are the programs that attract these college-bound players. And um, you know, with this area being recruited, Bill, this area is just recruited so incredibly. Uh, these times. It's, it's amazing to see on Friday nights all the different uh, visors and, and sweatshirts and polos <laughs> that are on the sideline. Yeah, you'll see. I, I remember one time being at the Prince Avenue Christian Athens Academy game. This is probably three years ago. And you look over under the goalpost, and there's Kirby Smart leaning up against the goalpost. I mean, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, his son uh, went to Athens Academy and was not a football player, but I think he was a ball boy on the team. So that was one reason he was there. But he was there looking at Brock Vandergrift, mm-hmm. among other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got a pretty good quarterback over there right now. I think Peavy, who's, um, I think, bound for Georgia Tech. So Tech is tapping yeah, in. Yeah, Aaron Philo. Uh, Philo. Is, uh, I, I, yeah, it is Philo. And um, he, he, is, he is really something. I've, I've watched him for the last two years. Um, you know, he's 6'2", he's 2'10", 215, um, can make the play and run the football. He's like Brock Vandergriff was at Prince Avenue four years ago, uh, now Aaron Philo. And then he had committed to Minnesota, and then I thought that he doesn't need to go to the Big Ten. He's got, he can get something here in the southeast, and sure enough, uh, he committed to Georgia Tech now. I'm not sure that's over, by the way. Okay. 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 Well, you know, hey, the season is to follow, and we see what we'll see what happens once they get started. That all gets started next week, by the way. Which we're gonna call you sometime for the high school scoreboard show. I know you're gonna be going out and watching some games. You're not going out and covering them like you were, but I know Friday nights is hard to keep you in the house. So, uh, so. I, I probably will be on the sidelines there somewhere. All right, all right. Well, we want to come and check in with you some this season, as always. But we want to just talk a little bit with you this morning because today is the anniversary of the Padres and Braves and Padres brawl out of old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. And uh, you and your not-so-infinite wisdom, I guess, dispatched me to go over and talk to people that day. Well, old Crenshaw in the man. <laughs> Get him out there. So, so, yeah. so he's expendable. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bill, thank you so much for the time. Always great talking with you. Look thank forward. You, Bill. Look forward to seeing you soon. All right, guys. See, see hey. you later. Bye. <laughs> All right. That's, Did you go, you and the photographer? Or just yeah, you. Me and the photographer. Me and the photographer went out there, and you know, uh, was ready when the when the game ended. We could go in the clubhouse and. And talk to guys, and oh man, it was, it was pretty scarce. Yeah, I would yeah. imagine with nineteen people thrown out of the game, <laughs> thrown out so of the by game. By the time the game ended, it was yep. just a few people in there. Yeah, I know, you know what I mean. But uh, but everybody was ready to talk about it. I mean, everybody was still hot and ready, ready to talk. We about have what sent so many here. people to YouTube with this story. Yeah, last weekend and this week. Yeah, folks who didn't know about. If you it. haven't seen it, today is the day. Yeah, ex- absolutely. All right, got one of those bucket list events going on up at the uh, Indian. Indianapolis Speedway today. We're going to talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this 12th day of August. We can't thank you enough for letting us be a part of your weekend morning, Saturday mornings. Today, 6 to 10. Tomorrow, Sunday morning, 6 until 10. That's what we do around here. 
reach out, let you know what's going on. We had uh, Parkview Coach on earlier. I want to remind you that on the um, Wednesday, the 16th, Parkview gets the Corky Kell Classic kicked off against Kell. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get in front of a TV, it is 745 pre-kick and kick at 8 o'clock and starts four days of coverage in a way that you will not. Hang on a second. Did I not hear that our producer is going to be connected with one of those games? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh-huh. I forgot about that, huh? I actually will be doing two of those games. Well, give us more. All right. So on Thursday night, Bo Johnson and I will be at West Forsyth High School. We'll be doing play-by-play in color for Cherokee Bluff versus West Forsyth. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday at the Benz, I got the grand finale, baby. I got Walton and Grayson at the late game. Probably won't start to 9 o'clock. We don't know, we don't know when that starts. <laughs> the, the, the last game of the Corky Kale is always. And he's got to call it? Because, yeah, because so that Sunday him. morning, I'll have one eye open when I'm with you guys. <laughs> yeah, because if one of the other earlier games goes to overtime. See, now we got to have late. somebody. We got to. Yeah, no, see, we can't expect them to come in here well, doing missing. that after this, man. I'll be here. Where's I'll Garrett at? No. Well, Garrett going to be there with me, too. But not oh, that last game? No, it'd be me and Caleb will be with me that last game. Okay. But I'm just saying that would, you start off with the biscuits and gravy game and you end up getting getting uh, Krispy Kreme. I understand Kreme that. Krispy Kreme delivered by Shaq. No. Uh, <laughs> you end up until 1 o'clock. bring some Papa John's with him, too. Y'all don't remember this. There was a Mexican restaurant right there on that weird corner where Cheshire Bridge comes to. Was it Monroe? Or, yeah, it's one of those. Three. Anyway, there was a Mexican restaurant that was open like 24 hours, man. And there's nothing better than leaving one of the joints and, and three in the morning getting a couple tacos going home. Mm. Remember them days. Anyway, so, well, listen, congratulations for that. And and uh, we're all we're going to have this thing covered from top to bottom. Thursday, too, we got uh, Cherokee. West Forsyth, we got Friday, we got Falcons, of course, in Cincinnati. Can't get in front of TV for all of these. We're going to have you here. So did you run, you run down the ones that you're running, you, that you're doing. But let's run down what we have here on Saturday. Norcross Marietta. Things get going pregame, 9.55. That's the Battle of the Blue Devils. Okay. Yeah. Then you got Brookwood and McEachin. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing that one along with Coach. Coach all right. Chris Parker. Mill Creek. West uh, North Gwinnett. Yeah, I think Chris is doing that one with Chris Goforth. And then there's Grayson and Walton. We yep. just heard. Yeah. Yep. So that's coming up Saturday. And with the with the uh, instant replay or the video review as we're calling it. We're calling it video review. You're not calling it instant replay. Okay. Um why is that? When everybody just calls the, it. That. That's the name that they were calling it, the, the video review. So this is one of them deals where mama call him clay, I'm gonna call him clay, even though we all know it's a replay. It's high school and it's and, still a replay. And it's new. I get and it's it. Video review. Okay. Well, you you know what? In a way, it's not because while they're watching it to decide, it's not shown in the stadium. Oh, see now that's messed up. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. You don't need people in the yelling. And, what and did we like, say in the beginning of this? We but, are all accustomed right. to that. So remember what you saw. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that'll and, be and, easy. And so, the, and so, the, so the people who need to see it are going to see it. Now, once the decision is made, they may show it again, but it's not to be shown while they're making the decision. Okay. Yeah, we're covering the bases on this thing mm-hmm. now, and you know, we, and there we, will we be just... feedback that comes from this. Oh, very much, very and much. I'm sure there will be changes for the next Corky Kill. Well, I don't know. Got to be changes. What well, you, you just change? earlier in the show you were talking about how the well, there, there, will, will, there will, will be notes will, will, taken, will, and, and then this be because just... because the main purpose is to have this in place for the state championship games in right. December. That, that that is what this is all. This is a, this is a, a test run, you know. To make sure that, 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 that whatever maybe they'll whatever, call it something different whatever, for the whatever, real one. Whatever mistakes you call it, no, they're going to call it the video review. 
It'll just be called instant replay. But you're not going to watch it. That's the thing on, on TV. I get that. While part, they're making the, the decision, you're watching that play over and over again. So, I mean, that's, that's the whole but thing. But the event in and of itself is a replay. It's, you know, it's, 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 well, not, it's not, not for every, not for everybody though. Again, for the people who are watching, who are making the decision, Hey, we're going to, the, 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 the officials are checking instant replay. Even though you ain't going to see it, they're still calling it that. It's a video review. Yeah, whatever. That's, That's fine. Y'all call it what you want. It's your first year. <laughs> Nothing looks like the first year. You remember the Cosby show? That house never looked the same after the first season. It was all different after that. Every show that you liked, the first season, wherever they were, looked yeah. different after that. Yeah. What do all these people have in common? Yes. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Merv Griffin, Ooh. Les Paul, Henry Fonda, Ian Fleming, and Cleopatra. Whoa, that last one really, really. I know, I saved that for last. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know. We lost them all on this day. Really? All them folks passed wow. on August 12th. Okay. Did you say why? No, no, oh, I no. you said why. No, no, I didn't say why. Okay. And today was the day, and we're going to talk baseball later on in the show, but you don't know, if you don't understand the significance of this, while it sounds like a negative, just go look at the Braves. Go look at go look at Mike Trout. Go look at what Otani's going to get. Today was the day that Kurt Flood lost his court case. Ah, uh. and we know what that spurred on. But Court Court Flood on this day loses his forty. I forgot what the amount was. It was forty one million dollars. Was the number, but the antitrust suit Major League Baseball and challenged it, and then. We know what happened shortly thereafter. Because of this case, things were turned around. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. Andy Messerschmitt and people like that are moving around and big bucks are being done. And we make fun with Bobby Bonilla Day on July 1st that he gets that $1.1 million check. He'll be getting that. This, this all started in the 90s, I think. and Or he played his last game then. And his salary will still go past when Bryce Harper's ends in 2033. Whoa. <laughs> He gets one. I think his ends at 34. So he'll actually continue to get money after Bryce is done with. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game. 929thegame.com. If you had to um, pick one of the indie races, which one would you go to, given what we have going on at that speedway today? We have we have some open wheel open wheel racing going on. We have some NASCAR going on. All there, some of the yeah. road course. Now yeah. they all gonna. There's no nothing on the oval. It's all gonna be on the uh, the road course. Road course. Here, here's what we got going on today. They're gonna have track activity uh, for the Xfinity Series, uh, the Cup Series. Xfinity Series is gonna practice. That's gonna start in about an hour. Um, that's gonna go on, and then Xfinity qualifying at ten o'clock, eleven thirty to twelve thirty. The Cup Series cars are gonna get some practice time in. They're qualified at twelve thirty, and then Indy Car Racing uh, at two thirty. It's coming up today. The race is at 2.30 and 5.30. The Xfinity Series race uh, will take place. Those are that. I mean, what a busy day. Mm-hmm. What a busy day if you're the race fan, if you're a motor, if you're a gearhead, motor, motor racing fan. Indianapolis is a place to be. Of course, tomorrow you'll have the Cup Series race on the road course. Uh, tomorrow I had a chance to talk with A.J. Allmendinger this week. He won uh, there the first time they went there and off the, off the uh, oval and made it a road course. 2021, and he got the win there. He's excited because he's also driven in the Daytona 500. So having open wheel there and NASCAR there is like 
great for him and he thinks if a fan if, if it feels like if you're a racing fan now it's not saying if you just is died in the wool NASCAR fan or died in the wool IndyCar fan if you just enjoy motorsport yep this is the place to be and I, I, I can imagine that the atmosphere around it is like a festival um, well they don't have many events at the track especially at this level so yeah other than the Memorial Day race which is you know it's an island unto itself right this has got to be pretty cool and yeah. you got to wonder who's going to be out there playing in the golf course. I asked AJ that. <laughs> I said, I said, are you going to take your, your clubs and Everybody try to get Everybody wants your, to do he, that, man. He says, he says, you know, I said, I, I think I'm thinking about taking them along, but it's a business trip. You don't know what we, we, we're going to have to do. It's a business trip, and they want to get there. And right now, his team is 19th in points. You got to be in the top 16 to make the playoff. You got three races to go right now for Cup Series race. Two of them are road race courses. You got this one as a road race. They go to Watkins Glen. Then they go to Daytona. That's back in what pressure with a race like that, right? Where you always know at some point you're going to have somebody get sideways and take out about 20 cars. If you're right there on that line trying to make it into the playoffs, you know, you don't want to get caught up in anything that last race. So he wants to go out, obviously, if he gets a chance to get a win. If you win, you're in, you know. So that's what he's looking to do. Uh, but there are a lot of guys are doing some fun things up there. I saw that Kyle Busch. Went for a ride along with Tony Kanai. You know, yeah. Tony Kanai's driving, and he's getting in the second seat behind him just to get an open wheel car and go around the place a few times. So it's neat to see the mutual admiration between the two drivers. With, there used to be a lot more of that back in the day mm-hmm. where you would see AJ Ford drive both, where you would see Mario Andretti drive both. You know, um, that went away. And so to have an opportunity to have everybody in the same place uh, has been great. And also, to bring some more road racing specialists. Remember, we had a road racing specialist uh, that won the Chicago race. Yep. There's one that's come in that's driving for the 2311 team this week from Japan. Kamu Kobayashi is driving a car. Uh, he's a Japanese endurance racing star. He's driving uh, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin got him driving for them. Let's, that, to me, that's someone that, that bears watching this week. A little heat, a little heat for number twenty-three car. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know, you know, Bubba, you don't get it together, man. We gonna bring this dude, you know. So, so that, that that's that's it, and, and not ironic. To Bubba, that sounds just like Michael Jordan. It really, really does. And, and we're right now, Bubba Wallace is like I think fifteenth. He's in the playoff right now, and he's been on his p's and q's out there. He, he mm-hmm. know, he knows he's got good cars. You know what I mean? And so he's making top ten finishes. And as long as he, he does that, he'll have enough points to make it in. But you can't go out there and, and, and have any bad times with your pit crew and whatnot get off base. But that's what no. to look forward to. And we're going to hear from uh, Dustin Long, who is there. Tomorrow. Over NBC. We will hear from him tomorrow morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929thegame.com. You know who reached out to us? That? Right around the corner, up the block. You know he's going to come out like a groundhog. It's football season, so Maurice is going to come out. Maurice, Maurice I don't know man. if you saw his shadow. Oh my goodness! But over there, off the hook. You know, Carl. <laughs> Carl is the lion tamer. You know, he's sitting there with the whip <laughs> in the chair. He got to keep all them football fans at yeah, bay. Man. And you know, coming at him as a Cowboys fan, but you know, you got to listen to all them. You know, you got Jay right next to him, who's a Washington fan. I think he still is. Yeah, probably the Snyder and sold the team. He's probably back with him. He's probably and back on board. You got other football fans in there, but of course. Everybody's got that fan, that football fan, and in this case, Falcons football fan, who does not want to hear anything about problems with the team or any concerns. The Falcons are going to win every game. They're going to win every playoff game, and they're going to bring the hardware back this year. He's that dude, and he'll give you reasons why. It makes no sense, but he'll give you reasons why anyway. 
as to why they're going to do it. And you just like you like being in his space during this time of year because it's just it's it's entertaining. And so shout out to Maurice over there. Absolutely, get absolutely. Him, get him on here uh, again, Sam and Greg. Now coming up, yep. I have to um, mm-hmm. ask you a yeah. favor. Ooh. I need you to think of a movie Ooh. that you think our audience or movies that you think our audience will want to see. Same with Eric. Like now? Well, then we're going to come back. Yeah, yeah. And whether it's in the theater or not, we know the obvious ones that people are going to see. I'm talking about when you're at home, you stream it, you go to, you know, one of the services and as long as you're not sharing, you're not sharing passwords, you're okay. And then check out a movie. I want you to come up with one. All y'all. Because that's how we're filling up casting calls. Sometimes it'll be trivia. Sometimes it'll be other stuff. Tomorrow I have a guest, which I will tell you about. But today... It's just us. Sam, Greg, and Eric. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Uh, 12th day. I was. I don't know why I want to say the 16th, but it's the 12th day of August. It is 16th that. is when Parkview plays Kel. Yeah. Getting things kicked off there. And uh, you know what that, I forgot to the, mention? the start of the high school football season. Yes. And you know what I forgot to mention after I finished with that Grayson and Walton game with the last one on Saturday is what happens the next day. Well, These guys have been on sabbatical for like a few weeks. Atlanta United returns. Yeah. They return to the pitch. It's Seattle. Not to be confused with Portland and that big log. No. They're no, in Seattle. No, they're in Seattle. All right. So. You know, not with the big lumberjack and the big tree strapped to the back of the thing. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Drove it all the way across country. Uh, <laughs> pre, uh, pre-game is at uh, pre-kick is at 10 and uh, kick at 10.30. In case you can't get in front of a TV, you can hear that game match right here on Sports Radio 92.9 Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam! Hey! I saved this earlier. Thomas Edison heard his words. Now, I'm going to get this right here because, see, this is, a, this is like a big day. And it actually lends itself to... What we're talking about here. This was in 1877, so I got to go back a little bit here. Here we go. Mr. Crenshaw. Hey. To his amazement, Thomas Edison records himself reciting Do you remember? Mem- Mary had a little lamb on his just completed cylinder phonograph, a device that recorded sound onto tinfoil cylinders. Hmm. The way a phonograph, the, the embryo stages of the phonograph. Okay. That happened on this day. Wow. Yeah. So that's how it started. And, you know, went from that to people downloading stuff and stealing stuff. All of that. Oh, anyway, that and, happened. And stealing? Happened, <laughs> happened on this All day. All of that? Yeah. If you had to guess what two teammates in baseball were inducted into the Hall of Fame, the first two, the first two teammates inducted on the same day into the Hall of Fame. If you had to, I didn't expect you to know, but if you just had to take a guess. Uh, Garrick and Ruth. That'd be a good guess. Yeah. I will tell you you're wrong, but they are Yankees. Yeah. Um, Inducted on this day, Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford. Whoa. On the same day. Okay. First, the first teammates to be inducted. Okay. Um, I had mentioned something earlier. Oh, just, I don't think this is one of those things that I don't know if this is a record that will be broken. I possibly could. But I can't think of a baseball player since this person who actually didn't mind getting hit. But today set the record for a season. Don Baylor. Oh, man. You remember, he used to just step in front yeah. of pitches. Yeah. <laughs> he would he just, get hit anytime. Yeah. Don Baylor uh, got hit for the 25th time on this date in a oh. season. 
Ouch. Which was then a record. I think he broke his own record. Woof. 25 times. Well, well Craig Vizio <laughs> comes to mind real quick. So. He's another one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll tell you who got hit a lot, too, was, was uh, Barry Bonds. He got hit, hit by Yeah, but he wore uh, – he, he looked he looked like I Gladiator, it, man. I he had all that stuff. I'm if I had saying. all that stuff, I'd get hit, too. Well, I don't know if you want to get hit, but yeah. – He had all that armor on there, so – he says he got it because of that, but I, you know, I don't know. Um, so listen, the strike obviously is going on. This is when I would be talking casting call. We have a, it's not so much a list, but a reminder where you can find jobs behind the camera, the link to the Georgia Department of Labor. So if you need to get that certificate for minors, um, the list of casting directors. By the way, still a couple voiceover connections. Bill Seller said he'd like to come on here. Okay. And give you his experiences dealing with AI right now. All right. In the voiceover world. Let's get him on. Yeah. So we we, we have that there. The list of casting directors who are still. I gotta I, listen. I gotta go to an audition after this. Okay. I'm taping something after. There are there are projects being shot that have got waivers. Again, some of these commercials don't fall into the same contracts as the ones that that, that SAGs use uses for other um, projects. So they can be shot. Obviously, reality shows, things like that. But um, it's just nothing happening right now. But the casting directors got to keep the doors open as best they can. Mm-hmm. So they're shooting everything from music videos to commercials, things like that. Some in Atlanta, some as far away as Savannah, maybe up in Chattanooga. Some in Nashville. I've mentioned some of those in Memphis. So if you're looking to get in front of a camera, get some stuff on tape in a way that, you know, you haven't before thought okay. about it. might be okay. a little easier now. Yep. You want to go to the uh, social media pages of the casting directors that I have listed. And, of course, a generic version of how to um, submit yourself, too. If you've got any questions about any of this stuff, greg.clarksonodyssey.com. And, of course, it's up on, what do we call in Twitter now? X. Okay, it's X. Is that what it is? You can go on X, yeah. So that's what it looks like on my phone. So go to X uh, at Get Cast with Greg on Twitter, and you can check it out. Which I'll smile in there. No, no, hey. Just... Okay. All right, I gave you an assignment. You didn't have to participate in it, but I gave you one anyway <laughs> to see if you, for our audience, could come up with just a couple movies. This is we got to we got to be a little creative during this time when there is nothing happening as far as the jobs. So, like, I came up with two. Okay. One is because I spent the week with my father. Okay. And when I'm around here, there's certain when I'm around him, there's certain things that just. You know, they just stay on the forefront. And as I continue to work on this project that has to do with his time in the military and the people he came with in his, as it's written, the colored regiment that he was a part of. You know the movie I thought of that folks hadn't seen? It's one of those kind of sitting around maybe early morning or late night as a soldier story. Mm -hmm. You know that movie well. And you know some people in that movie. Oh man, <laughs> the, the cast was amazing. It's a, I think, and, a the, and great the direction movie. that some of the people went in after that. You look at some of the people who were, were in that. And you're like, whoa, he was in that too. Exactly, exactly. You know, so, so go yeah. to the list, check out the people in it. Uh, Howard Rollins is no longer. He was a star of it. But he's no longer with us. He was yeah. in this movie. Um, some of the names that still roll off your tongue. Robert Townsend was in it. Young Robert Townsend, uh, and a young dude named Denzel Washington. Yeah. Was in that movie. Patty LaBelle's in that movie. John Hancock's in that movie. A lot of folks in that movie, you just go, oh, yeah, I know him. Uh, David Allen Greer's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But again, uh, Adolf Caesar, too. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's you know, just, is, you, you know, know, Sergeant Waters. Yeah. In that movie. So that's one. But the other one is this Are you familiar with the craze? The craze. The craze. Twins. 
No. You're not familiar with Crazy. You know how the, we were talking about Pinky Blinders and yep. that whole thing with the the gang from uh, early 20th century in Birmingham, England? Well, the Crazy were a real couple dudes. These were identical twins who were running things in London as far as gangsters. That, so much so that they had actually buddied up when, when Cuba got shut down, when Castro took over and all the mob had to move out of uh, – how to, out of Havana, all that stuff got shut down. They were looking for another place to have their casinos and try to do what they do with money and so on and so forth. The story's been well chronicled. Well, they buddied up, Meyer Lansky and, and his folks, buddied up with the craze, Ronald and Reginald. These guys were nuts. Literally, Ronald was, he spent his last few years in an institution, but he was... Like somebody you know who, who you believe is just very violent, you know of the of the gangsters. You've you've heard the stories about the various guys and whatever. Just take Ronald Cray and mix John Dillinger, Al Capone, and anybody else you've thought of into a blender, and this is the guy you come out with. Okay, this is how crazy this dude was if you want to believe the stories. Well, anyway, these guys ran London as far as casinos and the underworld and all that stuff in the late 50s through the 60s. They were buddies with Frank Sinatra, if you want to believe what's been written. They, they, like I said, after, well, maybe during, too, the time that they were regularly committing crimes, they became nightclub owners Okay. and were noted for that. Anyway, there's a movie. There's been a movie, a couple movies about these guys, but the one that I recommend is from 2015, and it's what... Boy, Tom Hardy. He plays both of them. Really? Yes. In a way that's just amazing. And Tom Hardy is one of those actors that when he is on his game, he makes you lean in. You know, we mentioned Denzel Denzel earlier. He's another one of those actors. They have that special quality that when they're being intense, when they're doing what they're doing, they make you lean into the screen. Tom Hardy does that. He has this effect on you. So the movie's called Legend. That's all I'm going to do. If you want to know about these guys, Craze, and, and, and what they're like, he does an incredible depiction of them. Plays both characters. Last time I remember seeing that was that movie about what's this, Zuckerberg, um, where the twins he had supposedly you know ripped off and, and Army, Army, Army Hammer or whatever played both characters. Not to anywhere close to the intensity of what Tom Hardy does. Right. The craze. So those are my two movie recommendations: Legend and A Soldier Story. Check them out. How about you, Mr. Crenshaw? You got a couple. I, you know, I got a couple. Of course, you know, I, the thing that my go-to is always something, something with some action, uh, or even a little, little, little bit of a horror. So I got a couple. One, um, you know, the the latest installment is supposed to be the final one of the Indiana Jones. It came out. If you haven't gone back and really seen the original, which uh, last weekend. Um, I think Pete, my channel, uh, Paramount channel, Paramount. Paramount channel was showing all of them back. Oh, yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so if you haven't seen some of the things, because in the one that's just been released, they, you know, go back to some of the stuff that, that uh, from the, some of the themes uh, from the very first one. So if you haven't had a chance to see that, which to me was like going to that movie was like going for, to a ride on Six Flags, you know, back, back in the day, because, you know, it just had you going up and down and sideways and whatnot. And you mentioned one. In, in in soldier story, I'll say I'll say color purple, and I say color purple because of uh, the actors and actresses that were in that. You know, and uh, Adolf Caesar was in in that one as well. Uh, the music, 
uh, the soundtrack that was done by Quincy Jones. Um, but the fact that it was nominated, I think, for nine awards and got none. It was mm. completely snubbed by yeah. the Academy. Me personally would not watch the Oscars for years. Refused. This is a movie that touched every emotion. Right. Every emotion it touched. And it was a story of a family. Uh-huh. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, it's been a number of years since since, since it was out. I um I recommend you, you you checking it out and then come back and tell me why that one didn't wasn't worthy of at least one uh, award, but it was totally shut out, you know, by the Academy. And so um yeah, for me that's that was the best one. And then if you just want something for some fun, a scary one, um Hugh Jackman and uh, Van Helsing. I think that's just what. Lot. Okay, Van I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, because you touch on all the different. Crit- yeah. you, you got the werewolf. You got the Dracula. You got Frankenstein. <laughs> you got you, you, you got them all. The creature features, right, man? You got them all rolled up into one or something. <laughs> I, I, to me, that's that's something. I, I whenever I see that thing on, it just locks me. And to me, I gotta watch. That's it. A, that's a remote drop for you, huh? Yeah, it is. Okay, it really is. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why, is that? why, think, you, why, why are you laughing at that. Why are you laughing no, at No, that's me? a good choice, man. Listen, movies and food, it's like food. They're, they're, they're subjective. And, and there's no guarantee everybody's going to wrap their minds around. I know folks who hate cheese, you know, don't like cheese, can't eat cheese. I know people that like that with ice cream. So still, you just never know. By the way, I was wrong. It was Reginald who was the one who was close to being off the deep end of the craze. Okay. That was one. The other thing that you, you were talking about, um, Color Purple. Did you ever hear the story about how Quincy Jones, who obviously was behind putting this together, mm-hmm. was they were deciding on the on the director. Okay. And he went to, because he knew him, but you didn't think he was going to do it with Steven Spielberg. And Steven Spielberg, the, the, listen, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but the conversation allegedly went something along these lines where Quincy Jones went to Steven Spielberg, told him about this movie, said, you are the person to tell this story. And as you said, it's about family Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And allegedly, Steven Spielberg said to Quincy, in so many words, I I don't know that I'm the right person for this. This sounds like, you know, the black experience. I have no no connection to that. He says, I, you know, I realize it's this kind of story, but I just feel inequipped to do this movie justice, right? And Quincy Jones allegedly said, you didn't go to Mars to do E.T., did you? <laughs> and Steven Spielberg said in the interview, when he said that, it was like, well, he kind of got me. He goes, yeah. And he says, it's a story about a family. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a story that needs to be told. You are a storyteller. And that's how he got Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. And also, that was, a, that was during the time when you know, it seemed like the Academy had a little extra grind with him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You he wasn't. I mean? yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, like I said, the fact that that movie was nominated for so many but got totally shut out never sat well with me. Were you surprised when you saw Oprah's performance? Um, yes and no. I mean, I mean, because she, she had, you hadn't seen her do nothing but a talk right, show, right? But I mean, but a lot of the other people on there you hadn't seen either. You, you, mean, that, you saw Whoopi. You saw you, know, da- you, you saw Danny Glover. You saw Lawrence Fishburne in that movie. Some of the folks you they weren't as famous. Right. Some of the others, right. but they had still done some acting. Right. We ain't never seen Oprah do any acting no. at that point. I, I'm just saying, I, when I think back, I think that was the thing I was bringing into that movie. But let me see what Oprah can do. Yeah, Greg, have you ever heard Oprah tell her casting story for The Color Purple? Yes. I've heard how she was 
Well, Quincy was in a hotel room in Chicago mm-hmm. and watched her show. Okay. And that's how he brought her. And now I, I haven't heard anything about her actual audition. But that's, she didn't. She didn't audition. Yeah, Quincy just decided after yes. watching her TV show that yeah, he was. Yeah. She was the person. What was her but title did, again? She was. Uh, um, I want to oh, say Bessie, man. but that's not it. Well, no, Sophia. Sophia, yeah, thank right? You. But she was. Not folk out. You know, they yeah, they wanted did. her to be a um, plus size woman for the role. Right. And she was in the middle of one of her fast diets that she was on, trying to lose weight. And they called her. They was like, "Well, we want this role for you, and we want you to be." A plus size woman. She said, "Okay, I guess I got to hit Dairy Queen because I've lost like thirty pounds." So. Well, she would, this wasn't a big weight loss, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she was in the middle of one of her you know yep. weight loss type situations. She was like, "Nope, I had to go back and put on all the weight to play that role." There is one scene, and I hope I'm not. I just it always stayed with me, and you know how I look at the intricacies now of, of because I'm done this, and there was that scene where she gets knocked down. Oprah is, is when okay. she's going crazy, and the, and the cop. Yeah, knocks her down, yeah. and she falls, and it's an overhead shot that Spielberg has, and there was that moment when I knew that she wasn't a seasoned actress, and it was more like the personality popped out, because you know why? When she, and you have to go back and look at this, yeah. it's a little thing, but when she gets knocked out, she falls, and the wind, now she's supposed to be out cold, the wind blows her skirt up, the yeah. dress she's wearing, you know, the outfit, and she brings it back down. She reaches down with her hand and brings it back down. She's supposed to be knocked out. Okay. You see what I mean? Like, you ain't got to look at my underdrawers. I'm Oprah. You know, it was, I'm saying it like that, but I, I mean, she wasn't showing that, but any other yeah. seasoned actress wouldn't care. You know, a body part is showing here. It's part of the scene. You know, they talk about nudity at times. If it's, if it's integral to the scene and it works, Okay. But her thing being, we would have saw parts of Oprah, maybe that, you know, she didn't want seen. And she just reached down and she moved it. And that seemed really awkward to me. It's like, you know, you'd have to. We understood. You just got knocked the you know what out. But I heard Chris Tucker all of a sudden in my ear when she got hit there. Anyway, it's a little thing. Appreciate y'all contributing here. Moving into the 9 o'clock hour. Miles Garrett is going to join us, Fox 5. I don't know what hat we're going to have him wear. He wears both Falcons and Braves, but we'll. He can do that. Yeah, we'll decide just a little bit. But there are some new Hall of Famers, newly minted Hall of Famers. Well-deserved, too, the NBA. Let's talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.